Welcome to the Precision Guided Podcast, the official podcast of the Georgetown Security Studies Review, where we cover all things national security, military, foreign policy, and history. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Iku. Today, I have invited Ashlyn Burgos at the Department of Defense to discuss China's presence and influence in Africa. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you here today to discuss African security and China's defense presence in the, in the region. There are still a limited number of experts who study Africa like yourself. So I'm very delighted about the opportunities the listeners are getting to learn about this topic. I'm going to jump into the questions now. What is the African security landscape and why does it matter to someone who doesn't follow African issues? So Africa faces varying challenges that tend to receive a very monolithic painting by those who don't pay close attention to the area. A lot of times people look at the issues taking place on the continent and say, well, that's Africa. What do you expect? And Africa has been, in my eyes at least, an interestingly consistent outlier in the realm of security with high political turnover, instability, and the way that it's been deeply affected by climate change and terrorism and sub-state violence. And Africa is also a key supplier of precious minerals that countries are in constant competition for. And it obviously helps and allows for the creation of technology from phones to missiles. So essentially, when you look at Africa, it ties into almost every major tenant of national security. And if you're looking at SSP, it hits at every concentration in this program in some way, shape, or form. So it seems really wise that people would know what's going on or would should know what's going on there and how um, that affects them. Yes, definitely a region where it doesn't get a lot of attention, but we should be paying more attention to. So my second question would be, what is the primary security issue facing the African continent? <laughs> so this one's kind of funny to me because I think that the right answer is honestly in the eye of the beholder. So some people would say that climate change is the primary issue. Um, it's been shown to be an exacerbating factor of security and it increases conflict. Um, additionally, I would say it varies on the region or even down to the specific country on on what that primary security issue would be. And some would just plainly say that terrorism is the problem. And when looking at the main headlines coming out of Africa and a lot of the headlines or stories being associated with the continent, it makes sense. Africa is home to some of the most well-known and kinetic violent extremist organizations in the 21st century, like Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, JNIM, AQIM, etc. I could go on. So while it's not a clear answer or probably a preferred answer, it's difficult to pinpoint one issue. I would say that it's all compounding. So just like there is no one issue that impacts the United States, I would say that the same is true for Africa, especially considering the plethora of countries, cultures, and governments that are all in that one continent. If the United States is in this post-war on terror era. And one of the primary issues facing the African continent is terrorism. 
How do African security issues align with the United States security objectives in the age of strategic competition? Yeah, I think that's a really important question because, as I mentioned before, a lot of people solely look at Africa and think it's it's just torn up by violent extremist organizations or VEOs, and that's all they have going on over there. And that doesn't align with us outside of, you know, the strategic competition and things like that. And 2021 Modern War Institute article by Marcus Hicks, I think puts it the best, where he says, he has a line where he says, competing with rival states encountering jihadist terrorism are not mutually exclusive efforts. And if conducted appropriately, they can be mutually reinforcing. And in align with that statement, looking at the Biden administration's national security strategy, there's a lot of importance and weight put on African partnerships and developing those relationships on multiple fronts, especially when you consider their voting power in, in the UN. It's, it's massive. And it's super important to have um, when it comes down to key issues that you want to vote on or have support on. Um, so engaging with the issues facing the African continent helps to address, I would say, just longstanding security issues that the U.S. has also prioritized, whether that be terrorism, climate, or great power competition. So that's one very helpful. Um, and also, the China-Africa relationship is growing, with China being the largest bilateral trade partner of the African continent, according to The Economist. But China has a very heavy presence on the continent when it comes to trade and other things like that. Plus, when you consider defense relationships, China's been a player within Africa since the 1960s. So in the age of great power competition, Africa is really important to the United States because they have such deep-rooted ties to China that if there is not some efforts or some alignment, it could easily cause for China to have increased receptivity or influence in, on the continent. And increased interest in Africa on behalf of the United States is an increased opportunity, based off of what I just said, to, to widen the gap between African nations and our adversaries. Yeah, I think the voting power that African nations hold at the UN is a very interesting point that we often overlook. And it is interesting, the China-Africa relationship, I think we all, the global power has been monitoring China's growing economic and you know defense influence in the region. But I wanted to ask, why is China exactly interested in Africa? What do they see in this region and what do they seek to gain uh, by this region? Yeah, so I think Chinese interest in Africa or why do they even care about Africa is such a frequently asked question. And I think that it highlights a somewhat misunderstanding of Africa that, if addressed, would provide a greater advantage to Western nations who hope to counter Chinese influence and presence globally. But specifically, when looking at the defense realm, the Chinese are looking to project power across the globe. So a 2022 foreign policy article that I really liked highlighted how Chinese basing efforts around the world um, were, were starting to take place. And the first base that they they stood up outside of 
the, the Chinese borders was in Djibouti, where we also host U.S. AFRICOM, um, which I think is very interesting and, and kind of kind of overlooked. Because why is it that the first base that the Chinese could make and did make or, you know, stood up is in Africa, specifically in the Horn of Africa, if you have no, you know, idea of where Djibouti is in the world. And the Chinese also released a white paper that detailed the PLA's development of, quote unquote, overseas logistical facilities, one, to increase operations and to also support in case of contingencies. And I know like, saying contingencies, that's pretty broad. And some people may be like, what, what does that mean? So one key example is 2011 Libya. If you, if you don't know what happened, there was a Libyan revolution and China had, I would say more than 10,000, maybe 10,000 to 20,000 Chinese citizens. And this is a rough estimation um, within Libya. And the Chinese needed a way to get their citizens out. And they realized that there was no in-country presence to allow for an easy contingency plan to get Chinese citizens out of Africa, specifically out of Libya. And so that kind of sparked a, a little light bulb um, for China to say, hey, maybe we should have a presence over here for one. But also, which I find very interesting as well, the Chinese... Um, wanted to address piracy, which if you're looking at where Djibouti is located in the Horn of Africa um, and its access to, to the ocean and <laughs> its access to other countries um, within the Horn of Africa that um, are impacted by piracy, like Somalia, for example, that, that kind of aligns. So China's interest in having more African military bases shot up because of those two main things, at least according to them. So in order to get these bases and their ability to create facilities, what does China need? They need placement and access, which in my opinion, they're getting through established economic, defense, and political relationships across the continent. Some people may think that the BRI or Belt and Road Initiative encompasses this plan. Some some I've heard say it's two separate things that kind of work together. Um, either way, the PLA's growing presence and connections within Africa um, push the BRI forward and also push, push their placement and access and relationships with African countries um, in a way that could impact U.S. efforts. And outside of that defense realm, you, you can also look at the economic side of things and Chinese um, interest economically. So there, if you look at that realm, there's just a very strong incentive for China as well to stay in Africa, um, especially because they have about a $2 trillion value of Chinese business on the continent, which I don't think they would want to lose, especially um, in the age of strategic competition. And when we're looking at current investment, I believe it's also in the billions when it comes to Chinese evaluation or valuation of their, of their investments in Africa right now. So the investments that China has and is making into African infrastructure, defense relationships, um, and just overall bilateral relations is likely to give them that placement and access and sway public opinion in their favor. So if you're China, 
And your goal is to change the world order in your favor, making gains on a continent that's bigger than the United States, China, India, Japan, and almost, or if not all of Europe combined, that would really help. And with the majority support of African countries, the Chinese could potentially sway or block U.S. initiatives on the continent or in international institutions like we talked about with the U.N. Right. China has definitely a big, big strategic interest in the region. And I think you tying it back to this international institutions like the United Nations is really important because we tend to only focus on, you know, Chinese actual presence in the region. But we often overlook how much of international influence Chinese is gaining through these international institutions and also, you know, all these partnerships with other nations. So this is a very, very interesting topic. And sometimes it's a little bit scary to look at in this way. But, you know, I think this is my follow-up question then. If if China's presence is already so huge in the region, what can the United States really do to deter China's influence in Africa at this point? And can the United States really win over African nations to minimize Chinese influence? And are there in a way are the opportunities for the United States? I think that that is the question. Um, And I think that the United States needs to one, do a better job of how, of understanding how its adversaries look at Africa. Um, In addition, it needs to better um, understand or just start understanding that deeper interest in Africa and using those U.S.-African partnerships to address mutually important issues um, within the African national security relationship could really shift um, the security landscape dramatically. And I would like to think in a positive way. Um, Most recently, when you look at Africa, specifically in the West, there were several coups and national security was at the heart of these coups. Specifically when looking at Burkina Faso, which is a coup that I got to work on when I was at the World Bank. And that that relationship, I think would, or that aligning of interest more so could have been an interesting, probably mitigating factor depending on how things go. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, But I think that U.S. adversaries like China are seeing these issues and seeing the value of of Africa and not just pushing it to the right as as a place where, you know, instability and all these crazy issues run rampant and that's just how it is. They're they're seeing the the true and key importance that lies within Africa. Thank you very much. I think that the problem for the United States or the or the difficulty is it's global presence all over everywhere and the United States is so spread thin and it is very difficult for the United States to keep maintaining and engaging in all these regions around the world and China is just successfully growing its influence while the United States is dealing with everywhere, including Ukraine, Asia, and the Middle East. But it is very important for the United States to recognize the importance of African nations and you know, regional instability, 
but these partnerships and corporations that United States can also help, but also benefit off of. And I think this was a, such a great interview today. I really appreciate you coming here to speak about um, issues for us. Again, it's rare to have an expert who knows about the region. And this was very enlightening for us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was really fun and cool. I enjoyed it. Thank you. As a reminder, the views expressed on this podcast are the views of the participants alone and do not represent the views or opinions of Georgetown University, the Precision Guided Podcast, the U.S. government, or any other agency. Thank you for listening to the Precision Guided Podcast. Follow the Georgetown Security Studies Review on social media to stay up to date on the latest Precision Guided Podcast episodes and GSSR content. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or you can visit our website at georgetownsecuritystudiesreview.org. Thank you to all our listeners out there. This is the Precision Guided Podcast, the official podcast of the Georgetown Security Studies Review.